0: On today's Running on MT, we talk about the NBA and what AD's doing at the Pelicans. Is he going to be a Laker? Probably. Then we have a nice conversation with Elliot Fry about life, kicking, and what it's like in the AAF, the alliance they call it. And after that, we talk a little college basketball, a little Super Bowl, and a little pop culture of course. Kind of funny. Hope you all have a laugh. All right. See you in there.
1: Hello, my friends, and welcome to Running On Empty. I'm your host, Cameron Popes, alongside my co-host, Patrick Dealey. Pat, Pat, Pat. It is officially Super Bowl week. Pat, how we
0: doing, man? Um, I'm doing all right, man. Uh, I cannot complain. I had a little run-in with the law this week, and you breaking the law this weekend, Pat? I wasn't breaking anything, man. I literally did nothing wrong. They just st- they did it because I'm a minority. They yeah, saw the go. color of my skin. <laughs> yeah. and pulled me over.
1: What were you doing, Pat? Were you <laughs> you know rolling a doobie, you drinking, and driving? What's right, happening? Well, Pat? so
0: it was 4:30, and I was at my cousin's house. Me and my cousin were close age. You know, we're real good friends. We all hang out with the same people. 4.30 p.m.? A.m. A.m. So right. we had just gotten back from the bars, all of us. We went back there. And then I, and I live about a block away. So I was going to walk home, and my cousin goes, I bet you can't ripstick home. I was like, <laughs> I'm no sucker. <laughs> yes, of course I can ripstick home. And so I get the ripstick out of the garage, and I'm getting ready to go. And then I realize I've it's been years since I've done it, completely forgot how to ripstick. So I just I'm in the front of her yard, like in the street, practicing. Car loops around a few times, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" It's 4:30 in the morning, dude. Go to bed. I mean, that's what I'm about to do. Yeah. Once I get this ripstick going. Yeah.
1: So, Once I get, get this out, we're going. So I'm,
0: I'm practicing for another 10 minutes before I can make the just short trek over to my house. And uh, the cops pull up, and a lady cop pulls out of her car. And goes, uh, "What you doing?" <laughs> I was like,
1: "Okay." Got ripstick, this shit. <laughs> okay.
0: I know this looks weird, but my this is my cousin's house. I live a block away. And she bet me that I couldn't rip stick and I forgot how to rip stick, so I'm practicing before I go to my house so I don't lose the bet. And I understand what you're asking yourself. You're saying, why aren't you wearing shoes? Well, I can tell you why I'm not wearing shoes. I was wearing wood bottom shoes, so they had no traction on the ripstick, so I am just using my socks. And long story short, she's just like, mm, you should probably start walking home. I go, I'm walking. So, good
1: night. <laughs> oh my god, I'm live as idiot. I don't think I'll be responsible for it. <laughs> Man, Pat, that's a, that's a heck of a story, man. I did not expect that one to start us off. You're running the wall with a little ripstick episode there. But uh, I'm glad you got home. Okay, did you fall at all on the ripstick? Or was it just kind of like a...
0: No, I had to walk home because the cops were watching me. <laughs> Apparently, it's illegal to ripstick at 4.30 in the morning. Which I think is an infringement just, on my rights, if anything.
1: Yeah, that is an that is infringement on in your rights. You should take it, to, take it to the house, man. You should say something about that. That's messed up. That's bad. That's, um... Well, my weekend was a little bit different. I, uh... I went um, golfing, played two rounds of golf. I I suck at golfing, man. I really thought I really thought I figured something out last time. Um, turns out I did not, sure. and I, I might might get. I don't want to talk about numbers wise here. Over under one ten. Under, but not by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, just it's uh, I I keep telling myself. I told someone this like, you yeah, know, you play these bad rounds in January, so you have good rounds in July, and she was like. No, you just should be good at golf all the time. You shouldn't have to be like, shut up. No, no, I'm just – I got to get back to my rhythm. So we're figuring out, getting the kinks out. We're moving along. not too worried about it. Uh, Pat, did you watch the uh, the Pro Bowl? Let's get into some sports talk. No, let's move on. Okay, that was talking Pro Bowl. <laughs> Pat. Did you watch it? <laughs> Big news in the NBA. No, I, actually I watched one play. I didn't watch it. The you. play I watched was uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley were both lined up on defensive end. <laughs> and and uh, Deshaun Watson, I think, threw a pick. And then they started doing the lateral thing, and I was like, dude, what is what is going on? Yeah, And I flipped the ship. So that was that. So that's talking Pro Bowl. Um, regardless, uh, bigger things happening right now on the weekend. Uh, the NBA. NBA is in full swing. And we're going NBA first? And, okay. And I am very, very sad, not really sad at all, for the city of New Orleans going through, or New Orleans, right? Is it New Orleans or New Orleans? I
0: think it depends on where you live.
1: Okay, it's New Orleans. Um, been a rough couple weeks for them. Okay, so they obviously had the big, uh, big no call in the N.F.C. Championship game, and now Anthony Davis mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is saying he's not going to sign an extension, not going to re-sign with the team, and that he's going to take his talents elsewhere. Which I mean, makes me makes me think, man, what superstar wants Anthony Davis, and where could he go? I'm just trying to put is it the Warriors, Cavs. where's he going to go, Pat?
0: Man, you are, you are one hell of an actor. Uh, just, I'm
1: just so confused. Where's he going to go, Pat? Well, it's, no o- it's
0: obvious that, I mean, it's been an ongoing story for quite a few weeks, Cameron, uh, that Le- LeBron has wanted to play with AD, Anthony Davis. No way. The brow. Oh, yeah.
1: wow. Color me shocked.
0: They have the same agent under the same sports agency, which LeBron owns, by the way. Yeah, that's- <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, do you see this um, – the Pelicans are, like, freaked out at the NBA, like, this like, tampering? Yeah, we need to – can we Can we? – they're like, can you do something about the
0: tampering? Like, just something?
1: This uh, is the most obvious tampering that's probably ever happened in the NBA. And just, uh, yeah.
0: No, and they're not going to do anything. Not going to do anything about no, it? No, not a chance. Not going to do anything. Uh, but, like, the Pelicans have all the leverage. Like, they don't have to do anything. They have them for a year and a half. They don't have to do anything.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, he said he wanted to finish out the season with the uh, Pelicans. Did he? So, yeah, I saw that. Uh, so, I think there's some uh, – Well, in that case, they also, might go to Boston. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, I just The Lakers and LeBron have already like, written off this year. So, there's no point in, you know, wasting him. I wouldn't him say in trying that. To get that. They're written off this year, Pat. This, this, this season's. I mean, they might be the playoffs, but LeBron's, like – He's a two-year plan here, okay? What's two-year goal is he wants to win it next year, so not right now. Um,
0: no, I mean, I think they still – no, I mean, if they get Anthony Davis in the next two weeks before the deadline, I think they're still very much in it.
1: I just don't think they'll, I don't think they'll get him that quickly, but we'll, I mean, we'll see what well, happens. Well, the thing is if they don't get him now,
0: then they wait and they uh, they get into a bidding war with the Celtics. So I think it's now or never because the Celtics have more assets.
1: I think the Lakers, the Lakers can just trade everybody. Yeah, Maybe I mean, they, they all long, suck. Or, I you mean, know. they don't yeah.
0: all suck, but like, they're not good. Like, I mean, what? You know, Lonzo Ball's fine. Kyle Kuzma's the best player there. Brandon Ingram, Ingram is a liability on defense. Uh, it's also
1: really ugly. I don't God, like the ugly shame people because I'm not like, fella. I wouldn't say I'm a, a 10. I'm probably a 9.
0: What are you doing? What are you doing um, Wednesday?
1: Go to the gym. I got a trainer. Guys, we're getting swole. You're the core. Trying to get less fat. <laughs> trying to get less fat. <laughs> trying to shed Try some lbs, baby. Big year, big year, big year. Big year. No, we're getting we're getting skinny in 2018, baby. No we'll care. see what happens. I got I got some big. I got some man boobs, Pat. Drag to get rid of them. You just know, like man, man, man boobs.
0: You're just big bone, buddy. It's okay.
1: I'm just big bone. I'm trying to get rid of the baby fat, but apparently after you know 22 years, baby fat should be gone already. But I keep telling my mom, like, "Ma, baby fat's still there." Like, ma. What the hell? Is <laughs> is what you... uh, yo, Ma! Ma, Me, I got pretty... yeah, this this baby fat. Well, I got baby fat still? So I was like, Cameron, you're 22 years old. It's not baby fat. You're just a little tubby. I'm like, are you si- Ma, are you serious? Are you you trying to hurt my feelings? And that's uh, you're just a yeah. little tubby. <laughs> just a little tubby. I mean, it's. Big boned with the baby fat. So it's i I'm really climbing uphill here, so wish me luck. We'll see how it goes. Mm. But that's uh yeah. Wednesday morning plans. Shoot me a text Wednesday say hey, best of luck, dubs. And will <laughs> give me I'll get me going. I'll give me you, <laughs> get me ready to go. Best of luck, dubs. Uh, or just motivation. Oh, whatever. I'm I'm not asking for a lot. Um Yeah. Alright. <laughs> All right. So A D. Yeah, so, yeah, so
0: yeah. I'm not yeah. talking
1: about me and my tummy.
0: So yeah, he's he's on the block. We'll see if the Pelicans do anything. I don't know if they will. I don't know if they won't. Uh, the Warriors are back in full force, which is just great for the rest of the league. Have they won ten in a row? I don't know. They just beat the Pacers by fucking thirty two. It's a lot.
1: That's a lot. You know the Pacers are like really sorry without Victor Oladipo. Yeah, I mean it's, it's still tr- an NBA team. and Still, yeah, those are still grown men. Yeah, it's still people getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball, losing by 32 points. And, so.
0: Yeah, so Golden State, uh, breaking. They're good. Um,
1: they're breaking. Yeah, they're breaking. News. Chris Paul's back for the Rockets. Chris Paul.
0: We'll see. If, Actually, we'll see I looked if, at
1: his minutes, 25 minutes. It's pretty solid for his first game back. Yeah, we'll um, see
0: if James Harden keeps doing his thing. I
1: don't know if he yeah, will. Yeah, he still had, he dropped 40, I think, still last night's game. Casual. So it's uh, not really slowing down, but – and Chris Paul came in there at 6 assists, 12 points, 4-8 shooting. It's just not a bad little start in your first game back, 25 minutes. We'll see how it turns out. I still think that they don't really have a serious shot in the West. The West, I don't know. I, I Someone convinced me that I'm wrong, but the Warriors are going to walk over everybody. There's not a chance
0: anyone will try to convince you that you're wrong. There's one person in my mind that will just, try to convince you that you're wrong, and he's an idiot, and he uh, knows they're, exactly they're, who he
1: is. <laughs> Is he one of the guys that left a voicemail last week?
0: Yeah, yeah, that guy. I think his name was like Steve, Steve or something,
1: something like that. Yeah, Steve. Yes, okay, Steve. OKC still sucks, Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> if they if they win a playoff series, we might we might talk about him. No, no. They because they're
0: gonna win. Series. That's fine. They'll win a playoff series. I'm okay with that. They'll right now. They're scheduled to play. Let's see here. One second. They're third, so they'll play like the Spurs. They'll beat the sorry Spurs.
1: Maybe. Did you know Greg Popovich was a GM of the Spurs before he became head coach? Really? Yeah, I found out today. Like he apparently fired the head coach. I was like, I'm gonna come in the head coach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're bad Greg at your Popovich. job. I can do a better job. <laughs> I can do your job better. I
1: had I was no like, idea. No, you so can't. Today, I was like, prove wow, it. Deal. Yeah, he just fired him. <laughs> just like, hey, I'm canning you. Um, I can run this show a little better than you. It's my team now. I mean, that is that's awesome. Good for him. I found that out today. I think today was like the anniversary of him firing their coach. So, yeah, <laughs> got to love that. All right. Well, we, got a,
0: we actually have a long interview with Elliot Fry coming up. So why don't we save CBB till the back half? Oh, right,
1: yeah. We're we'll getting some college basketball. Big weekend. Um, we're going to save our Super weekend. Bowl preview for uh, Thursday's podcast. That'd be smart. Friday's podcast. I don't know what we're doing. Um, Thursday. But yeah, we'll save it for then. Dive into it. Give us our picks, expert analysis. That's what we bring to the table here uh, for the last golf football, our football game of the 2018 football season. Uh, but before, after that is over, there's still football left. AAF is back, and we dive into that with Elliot Fry. We
0: still haven't uh, decided if it's American Alliance of Football or Alliance of American Football. Apparently, they're just
1: calling it the Alliance, and I love that. That's a, I'm a bigger see, that, fan that's
0: that's that's a the strong name. Strong the alliance,
1: she's a very strong name. Um, sounds I'm gonna call of, it the spring, spring ball. It
0: sounds kind of like galactic, like Star <laughs> Wars.
1: Also, I saw I follow them on Twitter. I'm, I'm diving into the alliance, we'll we'll discuss that with That's the old right. Elliot Fry. But I'm just gonna watch from afar. This is gonna be nope, I'm watching every scene. weekend, every game. Um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be an, uh, an alliance expert. How does that sound on my resume, huh? Uh, yeah, oh, I like that. <laughs>
0: well, I tell you what, if you're gonna be an alliance expert. Can you – you need to, like, figure out these lines. I, I don't know what – obviously, they don't have the lines posted for gambling just yet. But they will for the first game. So, like, so no one – it's like the first week of college football. No one knows, wh- like, how the lines really shake out. Like, people thought – was Louisville, like, a 14-point dog? No, they are like, a 20-point dog from Bama at the beginning of the year.
1: Bama beat us by 40. I mean, so – yeah, we need – I'll dive in the line and start crunching some numbers. Crunch some numbers. That's what I, that's what I do. I'll uh, look at it. But, you know, um, is it Josh Jackson? The guy that played quarterback for the Redskins?
0: Mm, sounds right. It's,
1: it's he, Yeah, Campbell? he was signed after Alex Smith and um, Komo Koyba got hurt.
0: Is it Josh Jackson? I thought was. it was Campbell. I
1: don't know. Anyway, he's playing for the San Diego Fleet, and he said that he wants to become a franchise guy in the Alliance. Which I mean that's kind of crazy that he yeah, he played in the NFL actually. this year. He played in the NFL this year and he's gonna be playing for the Lions uh team. So it's good. They also tweeted out today that like the new onside kick is gonna be the most interesting thing in the world. So they're they're mixing I things mean, okay, up. It's, well
0: if they're gonna if they're gonna fuck around and do something great with the extra point or I mean the onside kick, I could be all in. Because I'm here for
2: yeah, I, I'm here for it.
0: My heart has a huge hole in it because of what the onside kick was this year, and I don't yeah. have it. So like I'm in on it.
1: Yeah, so we'll see that. We'll um, we'll talk. Elliot Elliott Fry, Fry's in the about in the AF. Well, I talked about
0: things. We don't think we explained that. That's why we're talking. Yeah,
1: about it. yeah, it's about Elliot Fry, Gamecock, great. Um, and yeah, we dive into a little bit of conversation with AAF, his journey. He gives a little Spurrier impersonation. It's not bad, and uh, it's it's a solid interview. We'll probably have him back on, maybe if it's like a game-winning field goal or something. We'll, we'll see yeah, what happens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but no, thanks, to Elliot. All right. Here yeah, we thanks,
1: go. To Elliot. We'll get to him. Now joining your boys, a very, very special guest, the all-time leading scorer in USC history, the Elliot Fry. How are we doing, Elliot?
2: Hey, guys. Doing good. How are you guys?
1: Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. So uh, where are you at right now? What uh, Are you in Orlando or where?
2: We are actually down in San Antonio. Um, the whole league is here right now. Um, in the middle of training camp, so we are here till about February 1st, and then we head back to Orlando to get ready uh, for our first game.
1: Okay, So you guys don't know, uh, Elliot Fry is playing for the Orlando Apollos right now, place kicker for the AAF uh, team. So let's go. Let's go ahead and start off just from the beginning. We'll get into the AAF talk later on. Um, so let's start off your freshman year here at Carolina. You came in as a walk-on. What was that first year like for you as a walk-on? And kind of tell us the whole, like, walk-on experience because I don't know. I'm I'm a fan. I don't know what the whole walk-on experience. Did you come in and, like, start dominating, or what was that like for you?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, it was an an awesome experience. You know, I came from – I'm actually from Dallas, Texas. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, a lot of kickers, not just, you know, for South Carolina, but for most teams um, in college are – you know, given what they call a preferred walk-on spot. So it's, you know, it's, it's different than regular walk-ons. You don't go to a tryout. You don't go, um, through that hassle. you you get a spot on the team. It's just, you're not getting, you know, paid a scholarship basically. Right. Um, so I came in, um, and there were two kickers ahead of me. There was one scholarship guy who was a red shirt freshman, um, and another guy who was our kickoff guy at the time, Landon Ard, um, who was the first rep or first team kicker. And they were both ahead of me, but, um, you know, I, I came in and, you know, worked hard that summer. Um, when camp rolled around, I I was hitting them really good. Um, ended up beat, beating out the other guys um, and won the job. So oh, yeah. uh, it's a little bit different than a, than a walk-on, though. It's, you know, I, I wasn't, yeah you know, just – showed up and kind of, you know, had to work out to be on the team and everything. I, I was, you know, I had a position and um, I felt like I could start, um, you know, immediately and um, I guess kind of prove that to the coaches early on.
0: Yeah, um, so just going through your kind of college career, you had some, not you and personally, the team had some ups and downs. Like after, what was the team like after uh, Spurrier resigned halfway through the season and then you all had that following season, which, you know, it's kind of the low point
2: yeah definitely. I know I mean I you know when he left um you know, I think that the team was in um you know a bad place at the time um that season we went three and nine when he left um you know, I think you know what I've seen in other sports or you know coach spur, I think he's one of the i mean obviously one of the best ever coach i mean he's a hall of fame mm-hmm. coach player um et cetera and and you know sometimes you know, your run is over. Um, and we had a lot of guys who um, were in the locker room. Um, I think a lot of guys had not necessarily lost respect, but kind of lost the right. fear um, mm. of the of of the head coach, right? And, and a lot of teams, you know, not necessarily that you want to be scared, but, you know, you want to have that pressure of, you know, if I do something wrong, if I, you know, mess up, if I go to five points and get arrested, um, you know, I'm not going to be starting. And I, mm-hmm. I think we kind of – maybe lost that where a lot of the guys weren't as disciplined and Mm -hmm. the starters were going to start. And I think it just was all kind of, we had some, some bad eggs in the locker room, I think. And that really um, can be a cancer to a team. You know, when you have guys with bad attitudes, it can spread really quickly. And I think coach Spurrier noticed that and he noticed that it was just going to go downhill and Mm. kind of one of those things where you get out, let someone try to, you know, in that case, Coach Sean Elliott, you know, let him right. get a shot at the head coaching job, which was great for him because he got, you know, put to head coaching job at, at uh, Georgia State. So, um, yeah, yeah, know it, it was interesting, but I mean, I, you know, at least I completely understood where he was coming from. And I think, you know,
1: right.
2: he, he had to just get out of the way and, and let things uh, rebuild.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. going off that. So, like, my dad, not really a huge Gamecock fan. He we're from I'm from Louisville, so he just, like, became a supporter when I went to school there. But he kind of felt like Spurrier mm-hmm. just kind of, like, dipped out, kind of, like, was like, fuck that, man, this is stupid. Was that kind of, like, a thing uh, in, like, in the locker room? Were people like, like, what the hell, man?
2: No, that was definitely uh, – that was probably more of Twitter than anything. Okay. Um, and just people thinking that. Um, you know, I think that's obviously an- – <laughs> you know, society today with Twitter and everything, it's, you know, you have the public's view and, um, you know, nobody really knows what's going on inside the locker room, but, you know, other than the players and the coaches, but no, I mean, nobody was, you know, pissed off at coach spur. I mean, it was the furthest thing from that. Um, you know, especially me, you know, I was grateful for everything he'd done and, you know, we were, I don't remember what our record was, but we were, I think we were like two and five or two and six. Yeah. It was, it was Um, bad. You know, everybody Russia, knew yeah. it was. You know, everybody knew it was headed in the wrong direction. And, you know, at that point, it's. You know, does he stay around, and everybody knows? You know, it's not going to get any better.
0: Yeah, just or like, do he waste get time. out of the way
2: and try yeah. to have? Yeah, and in a lot of times, you know, that situation having a new coach come in, you know, our a line coach, you know, can can at least maybe create mm-hmm. a spark. Uh, and I think it he did. was for fiery for one game. I yeah, think. yeah, I like Sean Elliott. He was, was definitely it, had I that kind of.
1: That fire behind him. I yeah. like Sean Elliott a lot.
2: Yeah, no, I do too. But, you know, I think no, everybody was very understanding. We all knew kind of um, the deal, and, and nobody was mad or nobody felt like he just left us. I mean, we we felt the complete opposite. We felt that, you know, he kind of gave it up so that we had a quicker chance to rebuild. Mm-hmm. I
1: gotcha. So let's, uh, let's fast forward just till the next year. Um, obviously, Sean Elliott goes on, does his own thing. And then comes Will Muschamp, a kind of fiery guy with, you know, a big second chance getting a head coaching job at South Carolina. And that first game uh, season opener was at Vanderbilt. It's 10-10 late in the fourth quarter. I think what was a minute left in the game. You get called in on 55-yard yeah, field was, goal.
2: Was that right? a minute? I think there was like 40 seconds left or something like that, yeah.
1: 40 seconds left in the game. You get called in for a 55-yard field goal, drain it down the middle. We win – first game of the year kind of the whole like we're turning leaf turn things or we're moving moving on uh what was it like what do you what are you thinking before you're making a 55 year feel like what's 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 in your mind like what are you thinking about as you're walking up to the uh, line of scrimmage there?
2: yeah well you know at that point in my career um you know being a senior and playing for three years um you know it was a lot different um it was a lot different experience than I, you know, when you're, when you're a freshman and you're still getting used to everything, Um, you know, by the time I was a senior, it was very um, routine and, you know, I didn't have, you know, a kick that big, but um, you know, every kick becomes, you know, the same and your goal and your mindset is pretty well controlled going into it. And then, you know, my mindset is always, you know, I have one thought going through my head and that's um, just make contact with the ball. And then all I'm thinking in my head is just, kick the ball in the right spot, everything else, you know, will take care of itself. You know, it's just like a golfer trusting a swing. Um, Mm. You just kind of got to go in there and do it. And I knew that, um, you know, I know a lot of the other news people picked this up, but we kind of had a plan going that way with the wind uh, in the fourth quarter. Um, And so, you know, I knew 55 was, you know, well within uh, range that game and, um, you know, just go out and hit it and, uh, and try to win the game.
0: Yes. That awesome. So that's your long. Um what mm-hmm. what can you make? Right now. I just throw you um, out there.
2: That's yeah. It's uh, it's a it's a difficult question. You know, I you, you can, make, can, a get that I can make a forty
1: order. I can make a forty order.
2: Well there you go. You might there be coming you for go. your job, man. Uh, Watch out. I I might want to, man. Who knows? <laughs> this uh this new league, it's it's open to anyone, so um no, but uh you know it, it depends on the situation. Um, you know, obviously you get into, you know, right now kicking in January, right. You know, you just watch that Kansas city game, you know, it's five degrees there. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, it depends a lot on where you are. I would say if it was an indoor, you know, and kicking indoors usually takes a little bit of distance off, but if you were just kicking me with sticks with no wind, uh, you know, using an NFL ball, probably 63 Sixty four. Pretty,
1: Pretty good. That's not bad. Not but, bad at all. But
2: but again, that's that's um, you know, it's hard to say in a game. Obviously, right. it's a lot harder right. when you have a snap mm-hmm. and hold, um, where that all has to be, you know, perfect. Mm-hmm. And you have to have you know the line hold up good. You have to hit it just perfect. You know, that's not something, you know, you can do. I you know I can't just sit back there and go ten for ten. Yeah. Um. That. You know, from sixty three, but um, you know, that's pushing it. So. Yeah, I mean, you don't typically get those opportunities in games, or there's usually, you know, in, in most stadiums you have a swirling wind, so that holds the ball up a little bit, um, or when you get later in the season and it's cold, um, so all those things factor in. But yeah, indoors, when I would go in the, when I was training for Pro Day and all that, it was probably about 63, 64 indoors. Wow,
1: that's great. Yeah, I'm looking at your stats right now. Um, and something kind of caught my eye was that you, so you've made what is this 161 extra points in college and 66 field goals in college? And you never had a kick blocked. That yeah. is. Impressive. Yeah. Never
2: had a kick blocked or tipped, um, or deflected or anything.
1: Is, is that, that kind of just your line or is that just the way you, yeah. you kick the ball? What, what is,
2: um, what do you, think? you know, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, I, I don't know why I always, you know, it's something I've been very good at my entire career is getting the ball up quickly. Um, um you know, if, you know, and I, most people don't ever, you know, look at things like this, but I, I kick the ball. I, I get the ball up really quickly and mm-hmm. I kind of took a lot of pride in that. But, um, you know, again, that, that relies on the snapper, the holder, getting it down, the line blocking, um, all those things go into play, you know, and, and that paired with, um, you know, my ab- ability to get the ball up really quickly, um, yeah, we never had never had one tipped or blocked.
0: Heck yeah, that's great. Um, so the year after you leave, before we get to like your professional career, what what you're trying to do now, we have mm-hmm. Parker. Uh, and uh, who's the other guy? I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, Woznik. Yeah, yeah th- They right. uh, they struggled. <laughs> Did uh, like I think I think at one point it was like one for eight, and uh, like we lost Kentucky by one or like 10 points and we left 10 points on the field uh from missed kicks would uh did you did you reach out to these guys or anything like just like say like hey uh I don't know whatever you tell people how to kick
2: (laughs) yeah well 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 both of those I mean both those two you know they're they're friends of mine obviously we were on the same team together um and I actually was you know that season um you know I didn't get into the NFL that Mm -hmm. year and I actually hadn't graduated yet um, okay. I came in as an engineer and had to switch later, so I was actually stupid
0: school, move. I was an engineer um, too
2: still hanging out with those <laughs> yeah, so I was still hanging around those guys, um, you know, everything like um, but no, I mean it's uh you know i I talked to them a lot, try to help them through things. you know it's you know again, there's a lot that other people don't see. We had a brand new snap or a brand new holder um, as well in there mm-hmm. and you know, something that, that's something that I really never had to deal with. Mm -hmm. I had, you know, arguably, well, in my, in my opinion, one of the best holders, you know, ever in Patrick fish, my first two years. Mm -hmm. Um, I say that, you know, kind of jokingly, but, but seriously, I mean, and I had Sean Kelly holding the rest of the time who was, you know, another amazing holder. So I had two really good, um, two really good holders, two really good snappers. You know, I think another thing I look at is I never kicked, the laces maybe, but once on an extra point, like freshman year, maybe, um, you know, I always had a clean operation. And I think, you know, when you put in two other guys into that whole scenario, um, where they haven't, you know, it's, it's their first time doing it, or they're trying to get used to the, you know, the size of the stadium and mm-hmm. trying to get used to that pressure. Um, you have one little thing go wrong and, um, you know, it makes it really hard. Um, just to focus on thing, you know, when you're dealing with an operation time where you have to be, you know, hundreds of a second here or there, you know, you can't be over 1.3 seconds. You got to be about 1.21 to 1.28. And if you're over that, it's probably getting blocked. Mm. And if you're under it, you don't even have time to see the ball. So you have a really small window. And again, something like a little high snap or something like getting laces back can really throw everything off. And I think, you know, just them not having, um, kind of that practice, that repetition um, with a smooth operation and with each other um, played a big part in that.
1: Yeah. I gotcha. Well, that's great. That's, um, so let's go to now. So now you're playing for the Orlando Apollos, and you start – The Orlando game Apollos. Is, sorry, did I say the – No, you said Atlanta. Uh, I said Orlando. Um, but anyway, we'll, the first game is the week after the Super Bowl. So I kind of question about yep. Spurger as the AAF, AAF coach. What is he – how different is he from, like, that standpoint? Is he kind of just having fun? He's taking it really seriously compared to, you know, when he was at South Carolina where, you know, cultural ball is definitely very, very serious. Like what is what is he like?
0: Really, is he wearing yeah. a shirt is, like, the whole question. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, still we're, wearing, we're in visor? San
2: Antonio right now, so absolutely, yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> okay. He's still wearing okay. the visor. He's still – he uh, he's not shirtless now because it's, you know, like – like thirty eight degrees of practice this morning. So he's all bundled up. He's 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 ready to get back to Orlando where it's hot. Right. Um no, but he's he's very, very much the same. You know, kinda his his same quirky self walking around with the quarterbacks all practice. Mm -hmm. Um you know teaching them things. Um but no he's I mean he he's taking it really seriously. You know, obviously he's um you know the head coach. I think what he likes so much about this league is that number one he's in Florida. No doubt. Which he loves. I mean he loves the the warm weather. But he also, you know, with his age, um, you know, I think a lot of people realize is the coaches on the recruiting trail in college, I mean it's a just constant, yeah. Twenty four hours a day, seven days a week job in the off season. You know, and it's it's hard to I mean if you look at those coaches, they're never home. They're on the road 24-7, meeting guys, having to memorize all these guys' names and everything about them, um, and it's a constant – it's just a constant grind. And I think, you know, for doing that for 30 or 40 years, you know, when you're in your 70s, you don't you don't want to be doing that stuff. Yeah, you want to be tough. coaching. You yeah. don't want to be worrying about the logistics. You don't want to be worrying about, you know, what's the new way to get recruits here? Mm-hmm. You know, what's – do we have to take all these photo shoots of them, all the stuff that they're doing now? You know he's he's an old school guy. He doesn't want to have to deal with all that. So, you get in somewhere like this where all he's doing, he's not worried about personnel. He's not worried about recruiting. He's just worried about calling plays, um, and coaching football. Yeah, uh, no, he, So I uh... think he fits in really well uh, to this system.
0: No, that's awesome. Uh, you got a Spurrier impression?
2: Yeah. Well, what do you what do you guys want? You, uh, just, just. I mean, give, I've got.
0: Give us your best Spurrier. What like your best line That's that you got from him? I,
2: I'll give you. I'll give you a. You know, I've quoted this several times, but I'll give you um what he would do to our punters every year. If we had a new punter, or if we had um any of our punters that hadn't heard the joke, you know, if, if you know Coach Spur, he kind of he does he tells the same jokes over and over, like oh, every year, I can and see he that. just gets a kick out of them. <laughs>
0: That's so he
2: awesome. he'd go up to the punter and and uh, he'd go, you know, at our t- at at my time it was Tyler hole and he'd go, Hey Tyler he goes, what coach? He goes, I did something that you can never do. Goes, what is that? And he goes, "Win the Heisman has a punter <laughs> and he just, and he just, and he'd just, just kind of walk away and he'd like repeat it to himself some more and like go tell the other coaches like, Hey, this is what <laughs> I said to him. It's funny. And I, he, he's a character, man. I mean, he, but no, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of good stories. I, I actually remember too, the, uh, my freshman year, I had missed a couple kicks in practice. And he kind of was right behind me. He goes, Elliot, you keep kicking like that. We're going to call you an idiot. Elliot the idiot. And, <laughs> and, he, just, and he would just kind of whisper that to himself for probably the next 20 minutes. Just Elliot the idiot. You know, and, just, I mean, he's, and it's all in good fun. it's It's funny, man, just to watch him, you know, what goes through his brain and his little, you know, quirkiness and all his quips.
1: Yeah. That's great. So outside of the uh, special teams group for Orlando, what are some other players that have, have impressed you that's on the roster? I know it's kind of filled with a bunch of players all over the US and everything. Like what are some other players on the team that have impressed you the most?
2: That is a good question. I'm going to go with what I've seen the most, you know, our punter and snapper. Mm-hmm. Um you know, they're two good guys. Um yeah, to be honest, we actually you know, we this whole week we've actually been talking about it and trying to figure out um you know it's a lot different than college because it's it's a completely new you know i think we got 75 guys on the team right now um but you know it's not like college where you have 75 of the same guys then you have 20 new coming in you only learn 20 new people um i'm still trying to learn everybody on the on the team you know i'm still trying to figure out who's who because we're only you know a little over two weeks into training camp so um it's kind of hard, uh, you know, to figure out, you know, who's good, who's not. I know we have a bunch of really good receivers who are like, you know, we've had a guy who's won the Super Bowl. We have a guy who ran the hundred meters in the Olympics in 2016. We've got, um, some guys who have been big on hard knocks at receivers. I mean, we've got, we've got some receivers who are, you know, freaky fast and, and really good. And, uh, I know our quarterback Garrett Gilbert. He's been pretty solid all camp, I think too. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, other than that, I'm I'm still trying to learn everybody's names. That's
0: great. Yeah, man. Well, I got one last question. Uh, Yeah. How many uh, field goals do you think uh, you're gonna kick this year? Just for like an over under total. Maybe I go to Vegas. Maybe they have that line. I don't know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You know what? This new league you can do. uh, They they have a platform on the app so that you can bet in game on plays on apparently just about anything okay so
0: well in that case if you think if you don't feel confident about a kick <laughs> yeah. if you don't i'll be watching if you don't just feel I'll, confident I'll about give a you kick, guys a text n- or just like just wave just do like like lick your lips like give in this, the office yeah. yeah just some kind of scene give you guys, give double you guys tap. a uh <laughs> yeah
2: yeah give you give you guys a message but yeah. um no it, it th- that's the, that's the funny thing i've i have no idea you know it's it's a new league i don't know you know the the structure of the game has changed a little bit you know we don't have kickoffs we don't have extra points we have to go for two every time um so it'll be interesting i mean it's only a 10 game season um and then if you make it to the championship it's another two games but yeah it'll be interesting to see how many we kick this year i would say i mean if i had to guess 12 to 15 maybe gotcha. i like that um but again, I could be completely wrong. I have I have absolutely no idea. Um, well, that's
1: awesome, man. Well, we're we are both really looking forward to the season, looking out for you, uh, to have success. We're gonna watch, try to watch about every game. I think we're become big Orlando fans. We got to pick a team. Uh, so we big, might Orlando, big Orlando guys. Fans. We'll see what Go happens. Go, Yeah, man. We're looking forward to it, and uh, yeah, appreciate watch your it. success, man? I appreciate you coming on.
2: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, oh, man. man. Thank you. Best of luck.
2: Have a good one.
0: So summon give it to, someone give it to our girls. Five million and forty Nazi short tea, baby girls, armages, armages, sanda parse. When I'm on the way to time I wanna be keeping
1: you warm. I got the right temperature for shelter you from the storm. Ooh, what a banger played there by Pat. Pat great song of choice.
0: Well, you know it's gonna be brutally cold in like two days.
1: It's gonna be twelve degrees
0: in Louisville. Negative fifty in in Minnesota. Minnesota. Minus fifty-eight. Negative fifty-eight. My bad. You looked it up. I'm just repeating what you told me.
1: Chicago negative forty-eight. Jesus. Oh God. It's gonna be colder in Chicago than it is in Antarctica. That's actually a fact. I just looked that up.
0: It's global warming, huh?
1: Global warming, huh? (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so it's (laughs) cool. I'm probably still gonna wear some shorts because I'm just a psycho, and that's what I do. That. That guy you always hear about, oh, that guy is always going to wear shorts. I'm that guy. Bro, and I'm you okay are badass.
0: Cause, badass.
1: Cause, because I like to uh, be agile. All
0: right. So, anyway, <laughs> sports. Sports, sports, sports. Sports, sports. Uh, sports, College basketball. College basketball. Thank you. I lost my train of thought. Big 10, no, Big 12 SEC matchup thing. I like this because it's the middle season. Teams are different than when they are in November. Everyone knows this. When they grade the resume, they grade it. They're like, okay, well, they lost in November to someone terrible. Eh, it's, we can kind of – okay. they're different.
1: The teams have got their identity back, and now we're actually uh, <clears throat> right playing some meaningful games.
0: So, uh, you know, they start off with the Blue Bloods. I mean, I think they do this whole conference mashup just so Kansas and Kentucky have an excuse to play.
1: And I'm so okay with that. I'm. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> it
0: definitely is, but I'm, I'm really okay with it. But so Kansas went to Lexington, a game that Kentucky should have won, and they did win. Kansas honestly is just not as dominant as they has been, especially since they lost Azubuki. Big loss. He's a big man. They lost him. Mm. Uh, then uh, Oklahoma State beat South Carolina. Terrible. Uh, th- the one thing about the the challenge was even though the Big Twelve won three of the best. Seems
1: uh, as you see, they didn't even yeah. play. LSU, Mississippi State, and uh, Auburn all didn't play. So I, I hate, I hate how that's all lined up. I get you yeah, to do that a year or so in advance, but it'd be kind of nice. They should nice. be able
0: to do it later.
1: They should be able to do it like in November, kind of figure that out. Yeah, like, um, okay, least, this
0: seems really good. And let's put it with this other good. Thing. Yeah,
1: let's match this up a little bit better. I don't know. I feel like they could. I get you to play that in advance, but I feel like you could do that and get it all done in a couple months. Mm-hmm. At least figure out who's playing home, who's playing away. I think go from there. I don't know. I just I feel like there should be some better matchups.
0: No, like, I to, agree we'll, with to the you. world
1: wants to see? What the world wants to see, man. I agree um, with you.
0: Um, just to bounce around to the ACC real quick. Again, we we don't have to talk about the Pac-12 because it's the Pac-12 is terrible at hey all man. of the sports that anyone cares about, except for except gymnastics and water polo and gymnastics. gymnastics.
1: That girl went viral.
0: Shout out Seamus. Seamus, <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Yeah, that girl. Um. So in the ACC, Duke's rolling on, uh, Virginia's rolling on. Clemson loses in a tragic fashion, lo- missing their last four free throws to lose in a uh, on a buzzer beater at North hate Carolina to see State. That. Yeah, you not hate really. to see it. Ah, oh, gets me more
1: excited than seeing a uh, Clemson heartbreak. Uh, doesn't doesn't happen that much off recently, Pat. But I'm okay with it. Do you have some news? It brings, do you, do you, do you, do you have some news? I watched that game. they I watched the game, and a uh, after golf went to a bar. Little Rockaways, shout out to a little diner in Columbia. Walked into the game side at the bar and was watching that, and I thought it was live. Apparently it was a replay on that dumbass at the bar. Um, and uh, hit the buzzer beater, I freak out, I started high of my buddies who were Carolina fans, and realized that everyone at the bar is like a Clemson fan. I was talking so. about
0: other Clemson news.
1: Clemson news? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Why is nobody Yeah, get me triggered real quick, Pat. Why is nobody talking about the fact that 15% I repeat, 15% of the Clemson football team tested positive for PEDs? Why is nobody talking about this? This is the actual thing. Well, like, we're Cameron, talking you're,
0: about it. You're and crazy. we're breaking you're
1: all, it. you are we're, Cameron, you're we're crazy off the rails, it. man. Like want you calm down. No, look it up. Go to your Google. Go on your smart device, go to your laptop, whatever. Yeah, man, Cameron's going crazy. Now, look this up. 15% of the team has positive PDS, and no one's talking about it. I believe the whole SEC bias thing is now that no one wants to talk about other teams outside Alabama. Alabama, are people about tired of talking about Alabama. Clemson beats them. They're happy. Oh, who cares? Clemson can do whatever the hell they want to do. They have Dabo. Dabo's man of the God. All this stuff. No. I'm tired of it. Bringing the house down. Vacate both the uh, national championships. They're done. Death penalty. Destroy the program. <laughs> of the team. And cut. Right. Um,
0: Sorry. All right. So as much as we can't really talk about the Super Bowl yet, we have to talk about the Super Bowl. It's the biggest game of the year. Biggest game of the year.
1: Yeah. And And the media day just started.
0: Yeah. So the media tour has just officially started. One thing that I take away from this, and it really makes my blood boil, Tom Brady says there's 0% chance he's ever retiring. Ever.
1: Or after this game. He's not retiring. No. Like ever. He was, he
0: was like. Ever? He was like, yeah, I'm going to play until I die. And I believe him. And it makes me sick.
1: God, I hate, I hate it. He's, so, um. We'll dive into a real deep suitable preview on Friday show. Or Thursday show. Yeah. But they, uh. I've gotten past the point where it's like – I used to hate the Patriots. I really did. Now you just and I still – I, I I just respect the hell out of them, dude. It's yeah. impressive. I mean, no, it is. You're right. It's really impressive. Tom Brady just being able to get up and, you know, show up in every big game, it seems like, the past – I mean, obviously the past three years, I mean, it's three Super Bowls, Super Bowls but it's like, Pat's, golly, man, incredible career. Belichick's doing his thing. It just uh,
0: – I mean, Pats fans are cocky and annoying.
1: And that's why I hate him.
0: But, like, it's a – like, you can't be like, stop it because they're right. Yeah. They're like, our season starts in January. All right. Yeah, whatever, guy. And now here we My are again. My season ends in
1: January. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and here we are again in the Super Bowl. Great. Oh, uh, shout out to uh, all our listeners that listen to our dating advice. We got some real good feedback on that. You're welcome. Just say that. Mm-hmm. You're welcome.
1: Sushi. You're very welcome. Um, Sushi second date
0: another thing you know rob gronkowski said First he's date. yes to the second date rob gronkowski said he's probably done or maybe maybe done but probably i mean his body is
1: he's old he's his retired body he's his the, brain.
0: the pliability of a 75 year old man like that man yeah. will not be able to walk steps in two or three years and he's like 29 he just took yeah, a would,
2: beating
1: yeah and he's um he's gonna have a really great career Broadcasting or doing really whatever he wants to the do. Comedy, if he wants, to, think is if he, he just wants, to, if he just wants to be a commercial guy, that's fine too. I think he'd kill whatever,
0: he'd whatever guy. he wants to do. He would just spike um, various appliances around. Like it's a blender commercial. Throws a blender on the ground. End of commercial.
1: He could do like a Bud Light stuff and like smash him up. A little always sunny, compilation there. Ooh. Smash them up. Bud Light. I love Bud Light. Smash it. Great.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would buy so much Bud Light if I just saw Gronk walking around different places and throwing bottles in different various areas.
1: Imagine if there
0: was actually that was a Super this
1: year. That I would sell. Was People will be getting injured all over the place in like New England because people are just <laughs> spiking my yes. bottles everywhere. <laughs> people are going to be sent to the hospital. And people, like they're like, oh yeah, I get it. It happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, Gronk smash. <laughs> so maybe that's not a good idea for like public safety, but it's something along those lines. He spikes something.
0: Yeah. So, um, on top of that, Todd Gurley says he's not hurt.
1: I have a feeling that he's. I think Todd was in a big game. I think Todd Brothers have a really, really good game. I do game. too,
0: but I, I I don't think he's a hundred percent. I think that's a lie. I think they're trying to lead on, like, hey, yeah, he's a hundred percent. I don't think so.
1: There's right, obviously there's something going on there. I think there was more long lines. He just wasn't ready. I think he was just rattled with.
0: So you're playing, you're you're claiming game flow.
1: Game flow, yeah. He just like didn't. He mentally wasn't there. I think the crowd in New Orleans got to him and they got to him early with that ball right through his hands in the pick right after the Saints go down there on the opening draft score touchdown. He does that. It kinda of, you just he seemed out. it seemed like he wasn't there. It wasn't calm. I think at a neutral site environment where I mean obviously it'll probably be more Pats fans, but it won't be nearly in the environment as it was in New Orleans. I and then mean, it kind of gets calm and he uh I think has a pretty big game. I think it's a big bounce by game Todd Gurley. Uh I don't want to talk about any prop bets. That's we'll do some big prop bets for uh the next podcast. But I like Todd Gurley's rushing yards over. Just think about it. I think both teams run the ball a lot. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think it should be a pretty good game. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll dive into all that coming up in college or next podcast. That's right, Popes.
0: We have breaking news. Breaking news, okay. I was wondering what the fuck that was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alabama or Alabama, Atlanta. Is currently preparing for a, the nast the storm that we were just talking about with the temperature. That's why we led with the drop. Preparing for a huge storm prior to Super Bowl week. If we know that one city's known for gridlock and they just suck when it snows, it's in the South and it's Atlanta. Oh, oh buddy, it's gonna be it's gonna disaster. Be- <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, dude, I'm not even kidding. Like, obviously, South as a whole just doesn't know how to function when it starts no. like. Same even snowing. It's like if it gets below freezing, a winter and storm
0: ice. watch goes into effect at 4 a.m. on Tuesday.
1: Oh, it's be a brutal week.
0: <laughs> a city is what, is what ESPN says. A city known for grinding to a halt even in relatively light snowfall.
1: The only thing kidding. Last year, when it was, uh, it rained a little bit in like Somerville, Columbia area. Or no, it snowed a little bit. It iced over everywhere. I went through Somerville. It took me. An hour and 30 minutes to get through a normal, like 10 minute stretch because people were going two miles per hour. Everyone was hitting each other. It was like, oh my God, i playing bumper cars out right here. That's gonna a me disaster. Atlanta's going to, I feel bad for people that it's going to be annoying. Okay. Edwards. You're going to hear all these people from yeah. the New England, like, oh, the Southerners don't want to drive. They're like, what but are we doing? You're going to realize, though, that like it's not that you don't want to drive. It's like the city isn't prepared for it. And no, they're going to be like, it's
0: also that they don't know how to drive.
1: I mean, that doesn't help a situation, but they also like don't have thousands of pounds of salt to lay over. Like all that.
0: New Englanders are gonna be so upset. Oh yeah. man. I mean, Boston people from New England aren't known to be generally just always delightful. They're not known for their uh no. disposition, their happy disposition. They just think if they're in traffic for three hours to get four miles because it snowed an inch. <laughs> That's That's what they're calling that's what they're calling for. They're calling for an inch of snow.
1: (laughs) The deadliest inch of snow of all time. That's what it's gonna be. Oh my god, that's a a big
0: they're saying that for like the actual Super Bowl, the the roof's gonna be open. It's gonna be like sixty degrees.
1: For that on Sunday?
0: Yeah. Pretty quick turnaround.
1: I love love the South. (laughs) I love it. I love it. But it also You know
0: what they say, man, if you don't like the weather, just wait an hour. Isn't a
1: good point there? Okay. All right, let's Let's <laughs> let's stop that right now. Um, but good on the Super Bowl for actually having games in domes.
2: Yeah, I feel like out this out would domes. be a
1: disaster. I mean, imagine if they did this, I think it was 2014 when they played in New York, for the Giants, like the Medlife Stadium. Med-Atlant imagine that happened. That would be terrible. All so right, well, good on the NFL was, for doing that. Well, that was
0: our breaking news. Pope's. why don't you lead us into some hockey talk?
1: A little hockey talk. All right, baby. Second half of the season you were wondering, man. There's not much hockey going on last week. That's because they're on the All-Star break. I know everyone was wondering it. You um, could just see that the All-Star hockey games are awesome too. They do it by like divisions and whatnot. Final scores like nine to seven and like eleven to yeah, eight or something three like that. It's great hockey. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, but they some teams. I know everyone always thinks about the, the you know the Blue Bloods. I guess you would call that in hockey as of recent. You know the Capitals, Penguins. Uh, like out there, the Leafs in there and the Lightning have always kind of been like the studs uh, in, in the East and obviously the Predators. But I'm going to throw a couple of team names at you that you maybe you aren't normally thinking about that are gonna, I think are going to have a nice little playoff push. And there are the Calgary Flames. Watch out for them in the West and also the Colorado Avalanche. Both two good teams. Watch out for them. Colorado's Avalanche is head coach. He used to play for the Stingrays. Fun fact. Used to coach Stingrays. Um, might, let's... Stretch, we'll, we'll get him on the pod. Yeah, we'll get him on the pod. Do you know him? Um, uh, my dad does. Does he know him well? Not well? oh, like super well, but they definitely... Uh, does he have his phone number? We can work on that. We'll, we're on this off-air uh, off here. We might be able to get Jason Bednar's name. Great guy. Uh, Maybe get him on the pod. He's a little busy right now, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, watch out for those two teams and also the Winnipeg Jets. Look good. So I think this could be a team that a Canadian... After... Tom, the Canadian team actually makes the... uh. Stanley Cup. First couple,
0: first couple days. This is my hockey talk. This is hockey knowledge. I know it to a T. First couple days after the All-Star break, over city. The guy's legs fresh. They're slapping pucks. They're making rippers, making people look like pigeons. I'm telling you. Throw the kitchen sink at it.
1: Well, wouldn't the goalies be we really well rusted too? No. Okay, that's not how that works, okay? So they, still, they stay tired, okay?
0: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, like that. No, just to shut up. Some would
1: say they're a little bit rusty. they've been Yes, off a little bit.
0: rest over rust.
1: <laughs> no, I was talking about the players, not the goal. Like the
0: okay. Well, rest over rust. What is it?
1: Uh, it's a little bit different for each team. I'd, I'm gonna say more rust. Right, all right. So okay. everyone, everyone sucks. <laughs> Bet the unders. There's been no goal scored. Uh,
0: Pope's. You know what? I'm I'm gonna interrupt. I'm gonna be present for this pop culture.
1: Give it pop culture me. time, baby. Okay. A little bit of pop culture. Pat's finally in on the pop culture. cams corner. Um, people were talking about this. Is their favorite segment. Uh, people are just – they love it. They love it. They love it. And this is what you need to talk about if you're at work or on the water cooler. just trying to have a conversation with someone you work with, a little companion. Keep the flow and conversation. Go Do it. The Ted Bundy documentary is out there on Netflix. And boy, if you're a criminal minds freak like most of America, you, know, you have a little SVU, law and order in you, this is what you need to watch. OK? They're all about an hour long. One of the creepier things. Obviously, I knew Ted Bundy, but you never really like know the details at all. Like, oh, you've heard this, some stories and all that. Dude was like, seemed like the most normal guy. Uh huh. Come from a very, very like normal background. Uh huh. Wanted to be a, law- a lawyer. Went to law school and just like ended up murdering like 16 people. Yikes. From Seattle, yeah, I heard, he, I heard like, he's very charismatic Colorado. and
0: not bad looking.
1: Yeah, he's a really good looking guy. Like would the would murder like very very attractive women like it was very very like very disturbing uh stuff and I don't know i would I would dive in it's a very it's interesting it also kind of shows you how much uh law enforcement has developed just with you know yeah what they have available now, but they wouldn't even talk across state lines or share information, so they didn't even realize it was a serial killer until they got a little bit too late there so that's pretty crazy it, it's a it's a, it's a <laughs> real good a couple people died. Yeah, so it's uh yeah. If you want to dive into that, get a little water cooler talk. Uh, maybe a little creepy talk about the water cooler. I we just talked about it, but yeah. you know you can you can talk about it a little bit. It's definitely a must yeah. watch.
0: Um. So another thing.
1: That
0: kind of stuff. Uh, I motion to move the pop culture segment in April. Once this podcast is still going, because it sure will be.
1: To the beginning of the show, if we open with it. No, no, no.
0: We okay. throw it in the garbage. Okay. And we <laughs> replace it with Game of Thrones.
1: Uh n- no. Come on. Um we can have another segment. I have to catch <laughs> up. I I haven't finished it yet. Well catch up. You got months. Uh, also, uh another breaking news. Tap into the Game of Thrones market. What? Um the Raiders are the doing things. Raiders. So the Raiders have begun calling season ticket holders, telling them that they don't know where they're going to be playing football next season, but take your will be staying in touch with them. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to you shortly. So, yeah, uh, we might be in Oakland, but like, do you want to renew this or what? <laughs> yeah. So that's well, uh, on that. Let's wrap this segment up. Let's wrap this episode up. Uh, huge podcast coming later this week. We got – Maybe a special guest, we're talking dive One more thing about, about the Raiders out.
0: John Gruden was calling dibs on players in the senior bowl by slapping decals on him. It's pretty funny. All right, close us.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I love John Gruden, but maybe I'm the best coach right now in 2019. But we'll uh, yeah, dive in Super Bowl talk big, big, big week It's Super Bowl weekend. We'll dive in some prop bets what we think are good, what they think are bad, what to avoid. Honestly, fade whatever we say, but we're going to give you our two yeah. cents. Maybe we get hot
0: rate, su- uh, subscribe, review. Uh, share, follow us on Running on Empty or Empty Underscore Pod, whatever. Uh, catch you guys on the Flippity Flip.
1: Oh, also, I right, oh oh, and also we're gonna put our uh, our number to call for voicemails. We want to hear what people are thinking about us. We want to think what we what they want us to discuss. You obviously heard the calls from Steve. Thank you, Steve, for your two cents. Uh, so let us know what you're talking about. Super Bowl weekend, current events, or if you want to hear a little more about Karen Pips's, uh Pop Culture Corner, let me know.
0: Cam Production.